Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, and I just want to share with you some results of the revelation that I believe God's poured in our lives. And I want you to understand, you know, there's so many problems, so many people dealing with marital problems. There's so many people that are struggling with their marriage, struggling with home, struggling with meet the needs of their home. Uh, but I, I really believe I, I, God has poured some revelation into me in regards. I was reading the book of Genesis, been studying the book of Genesis for probably four or five months now. And, and just when God began to speak to me, I, I began to see some things through Eve being deceived in the garden. And, and I began to see some things and I asked, asked a few questions. You know, the Bible says that, that God created Adam and Eve and he called them both Adam. And Eve was inside of Adam and God put Eve, Adam to sleep and took Eve out of his side, which means relationship or revelatory. And so we see that the revelation was coming to pass there. But all of a sudden the serpent comes in and he begins to question Eve. If you notice, he didn't question Adam. He only questioned Eve. But if you notice, Eve didn't have the word. The Lord had not talked with Eve and given her the word. He had talked to Adam and given him the word. Now where Adam fell there a little bit is Adam did not tell his wife what the word said. So he didn't teach the wife. And so when I begin to read over in Corinthians, the Bible says that the man is the head of the wife, and the wife is in subjection to the husband, but that God God is the head of the church. And so I begin to see something there, and I think I've got some revelation I want to share with you. If the man is the head of the wife, that's not talking about dictatorship. That means the man should be studying the Word of God so that he can teach the wife the Word of God and he can relate to her the Word of God and begin to... So Eve didn't have the Word because Adam had not taught her the Word. In other words, he had not done his responsibility. Now, the man is the head. But then there's a scripture that happens that says, you know, the man submit to the wife even as Christ did to the church. Now, what did Christ do for the church? The man should love his wife as Christ loved the church. What did the man do for, what did Jesus do for the church? He died for the church. Man, I believe, is supposed to put his wife first place. He's supposed to treat her like a queen. He's supposed to put her as first priority. He's supposed to honor her. And as he begins to honor her and put her first, the Bible said treat her like she's a weaker vessel. It doesn't say she is, or your prayers will be hindered. So I think we're supposed to honor our wife and treat her like a queen in then I believe the wife will fall under submission of the husband, not in dictatorship, but in love and compassion. Why? Because I think Eve was attacked in the garden because she fell out from under the protection of Adam because she lost that submitting to the head of the wife. So the Bible does say that the man is the head or in authority of the wife. Now, We've taken that out of context and used it very radically in the body of Christ today, especially in the world system in the way of thinking. But I want you to understand that the man, according to Scripture, is the head of the wife. But the wife is submitted based on the man doing his responsibility of teaching her the Word of God. The Bible said in the book of Timothy that a woman, when she's drawn away with silly captivities because she hasn't been taught or hadn't been under the headship or the leadership of her husband. Now, does that mean that one's greater than the other? Absolutely not. God doesn't see male or female. He sees us as one. He see, God, He sees us exactly equal. Equal. He sees us being exactly. There's been times in my life I would have missed God if it hadn't have been for my wife. But she came along at the right time, gave me the word that I needed to hear, gave me some guidance and balance in a certain area of my life. And then there's been other times that that I've tr- I've led her in a different direction that would bring us to a place of of prosperity and favor. So uh, you need to. 
operate in the area that you absolutely can operate in and have an anointing in. Now, my wife, she knows nothing about finances. She knows nothing about money. She doesn't even want to deal with it. But now she can do four or five things and multitask and do four or five things and do them all superb. I can't do that. Now, I, I know a little bit about finances. I know a little bit about money. And I, I try to pour that out on other people and help a lot of people. But there's an area of my life that she needs to take care of and an area of her life I need to take care of. And we bring those together. What you seem to have is a complete person. And I think that's what the body of Christ is trying to get us to understand. Because we're in a generation that is very self-oriented. And that generation needs to come to the unity of loving somebody more than you love yourself. And that's what the, the husband is supposed to do for the wife. He's supposed to love his wife more than he loves himself. And you know when two people love the other person more than they love their self, you'll never have a divorce. You'll never, it doesn't mean you won't have disagreements. It doesn't mean you won't have things that you're concerned about or go through that, that kind of brings strife or whatever. But you'll operate in a place of actual favor and abundance. You know, we would love here at Harvest Fellowship Church to hear your questions about the message of grace. We want to share this message around the world. We want to share the love of Christ and how much He loves us. You know, I, I'm tired of hearing people being beat down by, by a sermon. I want to lift people up and encourage people and exalt people to another level that they can be exactly what God intended them to be. So I want you to be encouraged with the things of God. Now the measure of Jesus' acceptance with God is the measure of your acceptance with God. That's a powerful revelation. And if we could understand that, if men could begin to see their wives as equal and be after God with all their hearts and even you, you know, there's some things God spoke to me several years ago, and He said, there's some things about me you're never going to know if you don't learn them through your wife. If you notice, God, 90% of the things that God speaks to us in our lives is spoken to us through other people. So don't be so hesitant to turn those people away because you look at their lifestyle and say, well, they're not living the life that I would be living. That doesn't mean God can't use them. If God can use a donkey, if God can speak through a, a donkey, then He can speak through us today. So we want you to understand that God is using people that the most unusual places. And that's the, that's the great thing about this beauty of grace. Love your husband, love your wife with all of your being, but love the Lord in between both of those, that all of them will become one in your eyes and you'll begin to see your spouse as you see God and you'll begin to see your husband as you see God. What a wonderful revelation and what a beauty of grace.